Welcome to Snack Circle. I'm Jordan. And I'm Marin. Grab yourself a snack and let's hang out. Welcome back to Snack Circle, you guys. Does everyone have a little snack with them? We don't. Did, have you have you had any good snacks recently? So Alanis buys the Trader Joe's like buffalo chicken dip and you heat it up in the microwave and it's so good. We're obsessed with that. Ooh, I love that. I love Trader Joe's anything. They always know what they're doing. Buffalo sauce too is like this random craving I've been having lately and like Frank's hot sauce. Like I really like hot sauce and buffalo sauce right now. So that sounds really good. We bought these last year. They have caramel or they have apple in them, like green apple in the middle of them. And so they're caramel on the outside, then the inside is green apple and it's really good. And I just found them in the drawer and they're literally from last year. So I hope that's still okay for me to eat. But I ate like three of those earlier and they were so good. Yeah, like a fall tree, literally. So jumping into the current events and what's been going on, have you heard about the teacher in Oklahoma that was arrested for showing up to school drunk on her first day of school? She was a first grade teacher. I think her name was Kimberly Cotes. I saw this on TikTok and went down a rabbit hole. Same. I also saw it on TikTok and went down a rabbit hole. Yes. What was your reaction to that? I mean, rare, obviously, for that to happen. But I have been seeing a lot of things lately. And maybe it's because I went down this rabbit hole. Because um, I've been seeing a lot of things about, like, teachers drinking at, like, exorbitant. Is that even a word? At, like, extreme rates compared to, like, the rest of the population. And you like researched that too, right? You saw that? Yeah, well, it was in one of the videos because I watched the police body cam footage. Is that what you stumbled upon also? Same. So I watched that and then they had like all the parts linked. And then they also had the teacher of the year from Kansas a couple years past. She was voted like in 2020 Kansas teacher of the year. And she was speaking about how the year she was voted teacher of the year she was drinking a fifth and I had to google what a fifth of alcohol was but it's like one of the smaller big bottles about like it's not a handle it's a little bit smaller it's definitely not like a single serving of liquor it's like 30 ounces or 25 ounces of alcohol and she would drink that every day when she was teaching and that's when like she was voted best teacher of the year but now she's sober and she quit her job but she talked about how teachers are the most at risk for developing substance abuse disorder and they're the number one profession that will develop substance abuse disorder. That's like staggering. That's a really like sobering statistic, honestly. But I do think it, I mean, it makes sense because I guess such a high stress job, but I I think like, well, I wonder if nurses are up there too. I just feel like jobs where you make decisions all the time, like on the fly, are very um, high stress. And then also you carry so much of teaching like home with you that it's like you don't go home and just like forget because it's like they're children, like they're really ingrained in your life. And so I can totally see why Mm. that happens, but it's also so sad. I'm like, Mm-hmm. Like, that's really, really bad. And, I mean, definitely probably adding to the teacher shortage. I, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to put any, like, 
well, not blast, but I do think that um, every, like, teacher happy hour you hear about is, like, wild or, like, I always see that on TikTok, like, that being a joke that, like, oh, the teacher friend is always, like, wilding out. And I don't know. I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. the, there's always, like, some truth behind that kind of a, a joke or a stereotype. So it is sad. It's so sad. Yeah, that's interesting that you said it's because you make these decisions on the fly and you take that burden home with you. Like, you know what these kids' home lives are like. You know if they're succeeding. You know if they had a hard day. You think about them. You come, you, you become such an important part of their life. And I think mm. the article I read, it was like, teachers are number one, lawyers are number two, and nurses are number three. And at first I was like, well, I know nurses are definitely underappreciated and underpaid for what they do. And it's a high stress job. And teachers, I feel similarly, but lawyers, I feel like lawyers are compensated fairly for the work that they do. So maybe that's the correlation between all three of them is that they bring these burdens home with them every day. They're not just checking it out the door and like can Mm -hmm. walk out. It's like emotion it's high emotion jobs but you can't like show emotion at your job like you can't be an emotional nurse or an emotional teacher or yes. an emotional lawyer yes that is so true oh my gosh and I felt so bad for her when I was watching this video like I really the comments were so bad they were like so judgmental which it's she just seemed so ashamed and just so desperate for just I think it was honestly probably her rock bottom and I hope that she has had the resources and help that she needs because I know I've heard a lot of alcoholics say that that's kind of their breaking point is when they're kind of like found out and like how bad it is comes to the surface like they've been probably she's probably been doing that for a while um and it just now bubbled over and people found out and so it's like it's almost this I just hope it's a wake-up call and like she's getting the help she needs because that is yeah no that is such a terrifying story it's but it's crazy crazy out here okay so I just wanted to talk about that because I meant to talk about it last week after I saw it and I wanted to obviously get your take on it and what if you saw it and what you thought about it all but anyway on a lighter note um we had I had a great weekend um Marin and I are like kind of in our little concert era right now because on Friday I drove to Denver took me two hours to get there because the traffic was so bad and then couldn't get an uber from my brother's house it was a whole mess but (laughs) we saw it was like a little mini music festival at Civic park in Denver which is like right in the middle of downtown Denver and the weather was perfect we saw the backseat lovers passion pit and our peach pit sorry and um Briston Maroney and it was so fun it was just like really good vibes and then we went out after um in Denver and I love, I literally love doing that, but I did tell everyone, I was like, okay, say your goodbyes. I will not be returning <laughs> to Denver for many weekends because I have done this so many weeks. You're like, I have spent so much time with Drew. No, I'm like, this is our third consecutive weekend being together. Like we are going to cut each other off. So, <laughs> but it was very fun. I, I'm literally in my concert era. I feel like I just have been having so much fun at 
live music, but you're going to see a concert too on Friday. And I'm freaking out because I've seen them before. Louis the Child? Yes. I saw them in 2017. Did you like them? Yes. I thought they were so good. And that, I mean, they've only gotten better. Drew's seen them a lot of times. I'm excited. We had been... We've been talking for a while about wanting to go to a concert and like what concert we would go to because Nick and I have never been to a concert together. We've never seen a show. Um, We were going to go see AGR in October of 2020. So obviously, you know how that panned out. We did not get to see AGR together. And then no one was seeing concerts for a long time. And then we had a little baby and then we had another little baby. And so... But we've just seen, like, all of our couple friends going to concerts together, and we're just like, we haven't done that. And so Nick was on Spotify, and you know, like, how sometimes Spotify, like, show you when the artist is coming to, like, a city near you. And so he saw that Louis the Child was going to Austin. Yes. And um, Friday night, we're going to drive there. Like, I think Nick's going to leave work early and, like, take a half day or something, and we're going to go. We get some good little lunch. We're going to stay with Nick's dad. You know, he's going to watch the boys for us when we go to the show. I really feel like whenever we, if and when we don't work at camp anymore, I could really see us moving to Austin because it is so fun. There's so much to do there. Oh, yeah. And whenever we go to Austin, I just feel very nostalgic for when I would visit Nick when we were dating long distance because that's where he lived for so long. And so I'm always like, oh, that was so cute when we were just like dating and we'd hang out and do fun things in Austin. So always love going. Yes. No. And that it's going to be a fun concert because they are so fun. Okay. That's good to know. It's at a cute new venue in downtown Austin. And, I mean, we love their music, and so we're like, that would be a fun show to go to, and it's so I'll let you know how it goes. No, yeah, record, like, the good ones. Record um, Better uh, Not, record I hope, The weekend. I hope they play Better Not. So, oh, they better. <laughs> That's iconic for us. Okay, so speaking of music, the new Olivia Rodrigo album. Yeah, so I, I have listened. I went through the whole album, as you do. Natalie and I kind of listen to it back and forth. Um, it's really good. I saw something that was like, it was like a picture of Lord and then it was a picture of Olivia and it was like queen of sophomore albums. And I was like, okay, yeah, like I'm getting that from this. I do feel like sour was better, but they're really good songs. So I will just say for the people at home and for you too, <laughs> um, I think yes. the best songs are Logical, Lacey, Making the Bed. And I also like Teenage Dream. And I like, I mean, I really do like all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought Vampire was good too. Um, but there are a couple songs where I'm like, wait, I'm a little I almost feel too old for this. Mm-hmm. Like this is almost feeling like um like campy in a way that I'm not relating to anymore. But some of them are still hitting. Okay. The way, the way that driver's li- license was hitting, you know? We all need to Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll have to listen. No, the the way that everyone rode for driver's license should be like studied in the history books because I don't understand why because I also don't really relate to driver's license okay like that 
never been cheated on, never had like a, a bad love. And I literally like still listen to that song once a week and like cry. I'm like, this is so relatable to me. It's not. It really is not. I think of no one when the song is on, but I'm like, I'm crying. For, I don't know what it is. For me, that song just reminds me of like when you first get your driver's license and you have a crush on a little boy and you and your friend on a Friday night decide to just drive past their house. Just drive past their house like a weirdo, like a creeper. Yeah. And we definitely did that. No reason. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or like – yes. Sometimes I wasn't so bold to go, like, past the house, but, like, in, like, the nearest, like, little shopping center they might attend, you know? Like, on a Friday night, like, drive past Dion's or something, like, the pizza place in Albuquerque that yeah. I knew they liked to go to. Like, that, <sighs> it's giving that, like, that level of just crazy high school girl just wanting to even take a little peek at your crush that literally doesn't even know you exist, but just want to see him. <laughs> thousand percent. It's giving like the era of when you and your friends would have like code words for the crushes, you know, it is giving that era. So true. Virgin River season five is here. And also Jordan, I made a big step in my life. I got my own Netflix account. Um, so I will no longer be bumming <gasps> off of your family's Wait, Netflix. I'm getting kicked off my family's. <gasps> Stop. The one that you literally set up? Don't you pay for it? <laughs> you know how Netflix is like kicking people? Oh, no, I know. Yeah. I got kicked off. Mm-hmm. We had to send Lucy and Eve. But I'm not the main household. <gasps> Yeesh. Are you still going to pay for it? I don't think so. I think I'm canceling this family's Netflix. <laughs> Wow, big! I didn't know that there's ads in Netflix now. Obviously, I got the cheapest one, and there's ads on Netflix. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's ads. Shoot, we probably pay for the freaking premium, and I've been paying for years. I didn't even know there was an ads one. Yeah, like the kind I got was seven dollars, and I was like, "Oh, Netflix is so cheap; it's only seven dollars." And then I saw that it was like um, the bare minimum one, and I think the next step up is like twelve, and the one after that is like. 15 or something or 16 and I think you were paying for the expensive one dang hate to find that out years later (laughs) you're like I want my money back okay but do you watch Virgin River at all did you ever read the books or like watch the series were you in that fan base never read the books but I did I think I watched season one did like it really did didn't realize they were already on season five though like they've been picking these out I think that they were on season two when I had Paxton because that was kind of like my comfort postpartum show was Virgin River because it's like I mean, there's a lot of dramatic things that happen, but, you know, it all just rounds out with a nice little fair, like a community gathering. It's It all works out. It's like Gilmore Girls and Grey's Anatomy yes. combined. That's the only way I can describe the comfort level of it. Okay, well, the last little bit of pop culture things that we want to talk about is New York Fashion Week because I have been obsessed I feel like everyone that all my little weird comedy girls that I love to watch um, and definitely have like a parasocial relationship with are killing it. And so I really recommend like I feel like the last few years fashion has been really not killing it and they've they've come back around like the um, Rodarte line was so cool and, and I don't know, like Sandy Lang, Anna Sui, like, I feel like everyone's really putting out cool collections. So if you're interested in that, I feel like this is the year for 
um, the fashion girlies. And I love that for everyone. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about fall. It's finally starting to not be hundred degrees every day here in Texas. It was 90 today. This morning though, it was in the seventies, which was refreshing. I don't know. I'm sure the weather is so much better in Colorado. Well, we've taken a turn for the worst because it, the high was 60 degrees today. It was um, shocking. A a sudden change. Fall is here. Winter. I know. Winter's here. Yes. So it really feels like fall. I didn't know it would be that brisk so quickly. But we have our kind of our cozy fall girl routines, things that we want to do that we're excited about um, that we want to share. So Marin, do you want to start? I really like your number one. Oh yeah, along with me getting my own Netflix account, this was partially why I did, because you guys, <laughs> it's Gilmore Girl season. The Gilmore Girl watch is back on. And every September 1st, we, season one, episode one, Gilmore Girls. And so I've been listening to Gilmore Girls podcasts. Mm-hmm. I've been li- watching um and I love it. I don't know why it's a fall show, but it is. I, there's so many different seasons in it, but it's like, I feel like season one is very folly. That's why. But it, it's good. Yes. I love mm-hmm. it. And that's kind of, okay, I also have something that I like to do in the fall. Um, I love, I don't know why this like really was so important to me as a child, but the like Halloween Disney Channel original movies. Oh yeah. Um, I think because it was like this yeah, it was like the scariest thing my mom would let me watch. You know? Like they weren't really scary, but <laughs> it felt scary. You thought they were? That skeleton guy? He was scary. Yeah, it felt kind of like Right. So a couple of faves. I always watch Halloween Town, especially now that we have Disney Plus. Oh my gosh, we can watch them all. Um, I really like the first two Halloween Towns, Twitches 1 and 2, and then also randomly Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Don't think that's Halloween at all. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think there are like dark presences in that film. Yeah, I can see it. So, like, I'll also watch that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like also, oh, my gosh, there's one specific episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody that's, like, the Halloween episode. And I always watch that every year, too. I don't know why. Um, something, like, something about the fall feels like, I don't know, because Halloween is like a children's holiday, maybe. Yeah. But I I always feel like I need to watch these, like, children's things. Oh, yes. It's much less scary than actual Halloween scary movies that people our age are watching. Like, I would rather watch the Boy Meets World Halloween special where Feeny locks them in the classroom and Sean is the killer. Like, I would rather watch that (laughs) than the actual, like, Michael Myers Halloween movies. Oh, 100%. Okay, so my next one is, of course, we got to have that pumpkin spice coffee creamer. Um, Califia Farms, it's an almond milk one, but it is so good. I discovered this the year I had Paxton, and 
it was just like it gives me so much nostalgia for him being so little and it was fall and fall in Washington is so good you guys like I don't think I've lived anywhere you wouldn't expect that out of Washington you know but it's so like the weather is perfect the leaves are changing it just smells so good outside and so that creamer was just my discovery you can get it at Target I don't know where else it is sold I only ever can find it at Target personally and even though it's almond milk it's still really creamy and good and like you can put a little cold foam action on top of a cold brew or you can make like a chai with it or you can do an iced coffee and like I'll do mostly milk and then like two tablespoons or whatever of that stuff, like the pumpkin stuff, and a little cinnamon on top. It's really good. So I'm a pumpkin spice girly. I love a pu- I love anything pumpkin. Like, I'll put pumpkin puree in my smoothies. It's so good. No, that sounds so good. I'm – I need to go get that. I'm also a pumpkin girl for sure. I love the pumpkin drinks. Okay, my next one, kind of niche, but I guess if I guess it's like relevant if you have a kid or if you're a teacher. Um, but prepping fall stuff for the classroom and like doing fall in kindergarten is so fun. It's like by far the best season, I think, in um teaching because it's like we do apples and then we do leaves and then we do pumpkins and then we do bats. Because we don't, like, officially do Halloween. Okay. I normally do, like, a half Halloween, half Day of the Dead thing, okay. you know? Um, but all of those weeks in a row is, like, so much fun. And there's a million different things you can do. We always make a homemade leaf rubbings garland. So they, like, make all these leaf rubbings from, like, leaves that we collect from outside. And then it takes me so long, but I hole punch and tie them into a garland, and we decorate with that. You do that all? It's like a labor of love, truly. Oh my gosh, Jordan, how long does that take you? No, it's a big undertaking, but I'm obsessed with it, and I, sometimes I'm like, I want to, I want to treat my classroom like I'm homeschooling these kids. I love that. Learning at home, and that's like one of the things that I'm like, this is what we would do if we were homeschooled. We would make these garlands. You literally go (laughs) above and beyond. But I'm going to do it with 23 kids and spend an hour and a half. Not next week, but the week after on Friday is going to be our apple party and it kicks off like the fall vibe. So I'm so excited. All these different like apple centers. So they they all pick like an apple. We do a taste testing. We do a graph of it. Will an apple float or sink? They count the seeds in their apple. They um, measure their apple with cubes. We cut the apple in pieces and paint with apple slices. It's just apple everything. We make an apple headband that they wear home and it's the cutest thing in the world. Truly, I don't know why I did it my first year teaching, but I just was like, let's have an apple party and never stopped. We'll do this for the rest of my life in the classroom for sure. Oh, cute. I feel like when I think back to my childhood and going through school, I think of those theme days. Where, like, everything is about the apples or the sunflowers or the American flag or Roy G. Bibb. You know, like, I definitely think back to those days where my teacher just... Yeah. When you're a kid, you don't know, like, how much work goes into those things and thought and how special that is. But they'll remember it. It's so cute. Good way to start fall off. Um, 
My next thing is sunflowers. I feel like sunflowers, they're probably one of my favorite flowers as cliche and Pinterest girl that is. Like I love sunflowers so much. And Nick brought brought me home this really cute bouquet of flowers that had like brown eucalyptus leaves on them. I mean, that they probably have a different word for them, but that's the only way I can describe them is they're like silver dollar eucalyptus, but they're brown. And it had just like some greenery and sunflowers in them. And they're so cute. And so I just love like putting fresh flowers out and it, you know, because I spend so much time at home. It just kind of boosts the space. Paxton always wants to climb on the table and smell them, obviously. But sunflowers just like remind me of like yeah. going to the pumpkin patch and all those things. So some cute little fresh sunflowers have really been making me excited for fall and feel like we're set in the mood for this transition into cooler weather, which makes me very happy. Um. Okay, my next thing is definitely one for the girlies, but texting about Halloween costumes like in the group chat, I feel like is like a universal fall experience that I've had my entire life. It's like, what's everyone going to be? Like, do we coordinate? Um, And I feel like this year specifically, there's like so much to pull from and there's so many ideas. Like we are red hot with the ideas this year. Okay. What are y'all talking about? What are you thinking? Well, I mean, the obvious one that I think we're going to do, I think we're going to be Barbies. Cute. Um, Like at school, we're all going to be Barbies. I just bought from Poshmark the dress that the character Emma wears in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Like I found the exact dress. I mean, not the one that she physically wore, but it's the same dress. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, do I cover this in blood and go as her? Um, Or do I, like, keep the dress and not cover it in blood and just wear it? Like, because <laughs> I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. That's that's another idea floating around. Um, yeah. Do you have are, do you have ideas? Do you guys do, like, a trunk or treater? I, I don't know. I have this love-hate relationship with Halloween. I don't know how I feel about Halloween. Like, it's so fun. Like, but at the same time, I don't know that I want to do the dressing up. Like, I, I just feel like that's, like, the invisible burden of being a mom, right? Like, you are the the one who has to do all these extra things to bring the magic into your family. You know, like you're the one who like for the past four years, I haven't gathered everything up in the right amount of time to like do a family costume. And so we've just never done a family costume. And like Nick's always like, Oh wait, it's Halloween. We don't have costumes. And I'm just like, See, if I don't plan it, it doesn't happen. You know, just like the invisible load of the mother. But, you know, so it's just a lot of pressure. True. And so every year I kind of just like don't do anything because I'm like, maybe Nick will do it. But he also has a lot going on. And I also don't think that he really cares too much about Halloween. And so I probably need to be better. Yeah. Because my kids need cute costume pictures to look back on when they're older, right? Like... We all have the Halloween photos of us being pumpkins and stuff. No, no. Well, I don't know if I've said this on the pod, but Lucy Hill, my mother, famously always 
forgot about Halloween until like the day before. And also like she didn't ever want us to have store-bought costumes. Like they just didn't want to pay for them. Yeah. So one year, so she would always be like the night, the night before creating costumes for us. And so one year I went as a gardener and just like had to wear like my mom, like I just carried the gardening equipment that my mom had. Yeah. And then the year after that, again, it, it was like Halloween day. And she was like, what if you went as a horse groomer? And she just, it was just my gardening costume, but she, which was just an apron, right? That, but she taped a picture oh, of a horse sure. on it. Yes. <laughs> and I as a horse brush. Yes. As a horse groomer does, they wear an apron with a horse on and it. And like, of course. <laughs> and then like carry like a, like my, my hairbrush around. And then like, I think that year, Skylar, because every year my best friend Skylar would go with some iteration of like a horse, a Pegasus, sure. a unicorn. And so whatever she was that year in all the pictures, I'm brushing her. <laughs> yes, I love it. And like, I swear, like those hodgepodge costumes, like really are so much richer than the freaking family costumes. Like Mitra and Natalie showing up in the most ridiculous, like obviously my mom threw something together from a, a drawer in the back. Like that I think was, gave us way more character. Okay. Like I think kids that have store-bought costumes, they're probably not funny adults. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> I'm saying it right now. If you had a store-bought costume every year, you're boring and you probably have no creativity and you're probably doing something very boring with your life. Just kidding. No, I... So my question hate to is... Hate say it, but... Hate to say it. on how we see them. So did your parents dress up for Halloween or was it just the kids? Because I'm kind of going down this trend where just the kids are dressing up. Like maybe I'll paint some cat whiskers on my face and we're all black, but... Yeah, no, my parents never, we, like, they, they stopped trick-or-treating with us young, too. Like, they even stopped going. I, they were not into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they were really not into Halloween. They, I mean, they, like, wanted us to go, mm-hmm. you know, but they were not. And, and I think that, yeah, I think it adds character. I feel like the most last minute and homemade the costume is, that's cuter, okay? <laughs> I'm more worried about being the family that gives out like the family or like the full size candy bars. Like that's more of my passion. Not so much the costumes, but like making sure I give out good candy. Yes. That's mm-hmm. what I care about. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Number four for yes. me is I always love painting my nails like a dark purple in the fall. I really love the OPI color. You don't know Jacques. Um, I've only been painting my toes because it's just like too much to paint my nails and they chip like the next day, just being with the boys and like all the things you do as a mom. And so I've just been painting my toes, but it's this really cute purple color and it just makes me feel like fall. I don't know when we decided like a plum was a fall color, but I like it and I'm here for it. So, but it's so it. Okay. Something that I've also been into is like I feel like as soon as there's a chill in the air I'm like we need to put on um season of the sticks by Noah Khan like I need to be listening listening to dial drunk by Noah Khan I need to be listening to read the 10 minute version yeah um I need to be or not by the 10 minute version um 
I'll do well. Like, ten minute version. So fall. Taylor's like that's giving fall. Love it. Yeah, it's so Taylor's cute. version, the ten minute. Um, something about it that's just it's like not necessarily sad music. I mean, that's a sad song, but yeah, there's just it's like the indie. After after my summer of like extreme pop of me like listening to exclusively like Charlie XCX and like Drake and just being unhinged, it's like the fall comes and I'm like, okay, back to my like wholesome, yeah, nice, <laughs> cute music. That's where I'm at again. So love. That. I agree. Do you wait? Do you have fall music that you listen to? I've been playing the autumn mix. Um, it's. The Autumn Mix picked for me on Spotify. I'll, I can link it, but it's, yeah, same thing. Like, Bloom by The Paper Kites, Autumn Leaves by Ed Sheeran. I've really been loving Invisible String by Taylor Swift. Um, um, Sparks yes. by Coldplay. Yeah, no, like, so much Noah Kahan. Noah, no, what's his name? Noah, how do you pronounce his last name? <laughs> Kahan, Noah Khan. I think, yeah, Noah Khan. Um, so yeah, a lot of his music. Okay, your last one. What's your last cozy girl fall thing that you like to do? I'm very jealous of all the people who are going back to school right now, like seeing everyone in college, studying at a library, plus watching Gilmore Girls because Rory does so much studying in the show. I miss going to school. And so for me, something that's brought me a lot of joy is like Bible study is starting back up in the fall and so I'm going to Bible studies and that's just seems really cozy Mm -hmm. to like be in a living room with like women that you love like reading together and you're taking notes and you're drinking some tea or your coffee and um, also going through like my doula training it's been just really fun to just like put on a studying playlist on YouTube like one of those background noise picture YouTube videos and like sitting on the couch with a fuzzy blanket and like going through my little training and with my journal and writing my notes and so that's kind of been giving me like the going back to school fall vibes that I really want because that just I loved going back to school season like I was that kid who was so excited to go back to school shopping and get my pens and my notebooks and so that's lacking in my life, but I'm kind of making up for so it cute. in these little ways. <laughs> like back to school season, that's eternal. <laughs> kind of trying to get back into it. Okay. Alanis is such a baker. Like she's always baking things, which is so fall of her and so cute. And I'm always like, shoot, should I bake something? Should I bake So some- yes. we all know I have one singular recipe. <laughs> One singular recipe, which is the Mexican, Mexican wedding cookies. cookies. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I am going to branch out. I'm, I want to make like more pumpkin stuff. Trader Joe's has all the pumpkin mix. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. I also, this is like not even really baking, but the like little sugar round cookies that yes. are like pumpkins and yes. toast and all those. So that you just good. Make for, like, 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> so good. So that's kind of my last one is I just love, love a pumpkin moment, love a baking moment. Mm-hmm. And Alonis has been on it. And I'm like, shoot, that's very like, very adult of her. So okay, make- that was our cozy girl survival guide, basically. Like do these 10 things and you're going to have a cozy girl 
ball. That's all we need. And we do want to hear your cozy girl fall things. So your little rituals, your things that you like to do. Tell us. We want to know. Um, maybe we'll do a little question box on Instagram or something. Cute. Because yes. I always love new little ideas. People are so cute and smart with what they do um, every season. So thank you for listening. We are going to start reading some of our reviews, our five-star reviews on the pod. Um, so please rate and review Snack Circle Pod wherever you listen. Um, I think Apple – I mean, I always listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts, but – we would really, really appreciate it. I think we're annoying and say liking them too much. You're not allowed to say anything. Okay, we love you guys and we'll see you next week. <laughs>